bring me shelter. I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter. I will not harm you. I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on that. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees. I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 855 AM, 3CR. Good morning and welcome to Refugee Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. This is stolen land. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. On today's show we are replaying some of the readings from Untold Storytime, Reading for Refugee Rights, an event that took place outside the Mitre Detention Centre in Victoria, on the 10th of August this year. The event was organised by Teachers for Refugees and endorsed by Mums for Refugees, Grandmothers Against the Detention of Refugee Children, Librarians for Refugees and the Australian Education Union Victorian Bank. for refugees and we'd like to say thank you to everybody who has come today uh, the grandmothers the kids the um, freedom bird makers the local councillors the home to billow people uh, all of the teachers and all of the people who are just outraged about what is going on uh, in Australia's immigration detention centers so thanks everybody for being here um, we are here to tell the untold story uh, it's an untold story for lots of reasons. One one big reason is that Peter Dutton, uh, immigration minister, tells big lies, massive, massive lies and dangerous lies about what's happening. He says there are no kids in detention. 
We know there are five kids in this detention centre facing indefinite detention, plus um, for some of them indefinite separation from their parents as well if their parents are deported. Um, There's a lot of untold stories, in part as well, many people would have seen the High Court case Uh, with Banerjee this week. Uh, Somebody who works with the public service, as many teachers and many other people in the crowd here do, um, you know, was told that in her own private time she's not allowed to speak out about what she knows is happening and the cruelty that she knows is happening. Now, today is an important day for us to say we don't keep those kind of secrets. As teachers, that's what we tell kids. You know, when there's a terrible thing happening and somebody powerful has asked you to keep a secret about something nasty that's going on, we don't keep those secrets. We tell people. And if we can't find somebody who'll listen to us, we get other people to help us. We bring more people in and we keep speaking out until that thing stops. So as teachers, as public servants, as adults and grandmothers and mothers and everybody here, that's what we want to do and we want to show kids that we will not stop speaking out. We won't be intimidated. We won't be scared. They can try and sack us. They can try and call us names. But we are going to keep speaking out until those kids and those adults are out of the detention centre. Um, apart from that, we're going to hear today about... Um, two little girls in particular um, who were born in in Queensland, Kopika and Theronica and their parents. But I did want to mention a few others. Some people would know about Isabella. Um, She's 15 or 16 months old. She was born in detention. Uh, Her mum is from Vietnam. She's uh, fled persecution in Vietnam and is facing return deportation to Vietnam. But Isabella uh, has inherited the visa status of her dad. So she's on a 457 visa. She's effectively stateless. So when Peter Dutton does deport her mum, um, Quinn, who's in this detention centre, Isabella will be here without her dad, but they will be deported as well to a place where she doesn't have citizenship. This is just an incredible crime um, and an incredible injustice that could be easily undone if Peter Dutton decided to give these people citizenship in an instant, which he does have the power to do. Shame on Dutton. There are also four men, there are five across Australia, sorry, across this detention centre and Villawood Detention Centre in Sydney. Uh, Five Tamil men, four in this detention centre, they're approaching their fourth year, uh, sorry, tenth year of indefinite detention. That's 10 years detained. Their crime was to seek asylum. And they've ticked away every single year, incarcerated. They've, they've gone through every process. Some of them have been you know, deemed to be refugees, genuine refugees, so the government can't effectively deport them, but they refuse to let them into the community as well. It's utterly shameless. The, um, the health issues that they face, the mental health issues that they face, the separation that they have had to endure from their own families, both here and in Sri Lanka, is beyond inhumane. So we are here today to speak out for those people too. Hi, this is Rafiv Ziada, and you're listening to 3CR, pro-Palestinian, happily proud radio. Um, so this is a little story for you guys, and um, it is the untold story. It's never been told to kids before. So you'll notice as I read this, there's no pictures, 
and later I might ask you to help me draw the pictures. You'll also notice as we get to the end that there is no ending. So you're going to have to help us write the ending. Once upon a time, there was a big, beautiful country with lots of land and resources to share. The land, however, had been stolen from its traditional custodians by new rulers who saw themselves as better and more deserving as others. They made new rules to suit themselves and their futures. A time as time passed, the world was facing a crisis and many, many people were fleeing war and other dangerous situations in their own countries. The new rulers did not welcome those in need. Instead, they captured them and locked them up. They locked them up on islands, but also in jails in cities and towns, thinking and hoping people would forget about them. But many people of the land, however, were good, kind-hearted people whose families had also come from faraway places seeking a new life. Unlike the rulers, these people did not see the newcomers as a threat. They saw them as fellow humans in need and were happy to welcome them. But the cruel rulers did not listen. They spread lies and fears across the land. Some people believed them, but many did not. Lots of people of all kinds came together to stand up to the rulers. They protested. They took action. They wrote letters, articles and books. They reached out to the people locked up and offered support. They learned of their traumatic stories and shared them far and wide. Lawyers spoke out and said, your rules are wrong and not in line with the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Doctors came forward and said, your rules are having damaging effects to the mental and physical health of these people who have already lived through great trauma. Please let them out so we can help them heal and recover. Teachers and educators stood up and said, these children and young people have the right to education just like any other person. Locking them up this way is affecting their development. They deserve better. Please let them out so they can grow, play and learn. Grandmothers and mums said, please let them out so we can care for them in our communities. Children came together and asked, why are you locking up children and their families? They deserve to be free like us. Slowly, things began to change. People began to see through the lies of the ruler. Some seeking a safe new home were allowed to live in the country. Good people of the country knew they had to keep working together until all the people were free and welcomed wholeheartedly into the community. They had to keep fighting until the cruel rules were changed for good. So they kept reaching out to educate and inform. Until one day, and this is where I need some help from some little people today, and we're gonna write the ending of this story.
Red alert. Numbers are needed at the Japurung Heritage Protection Embassy camps immediately. Sacred birthing trees on Japurung country need protecting. Over 50 generations have been born on these sites and the birthing trees themselves are 800 years old. These trees are being protected from the Victorian Labor Party's planned highway extension that is set to destroy this sacred dreaming landscape. The cops are coming with eviction orders very soon. The campaign to protect country is led by Japarang traditional owners who are calling on people from all walks of life for support. You can help by joining traditional owners at the camp on Japarang country near Ararat or by donating and putting pressure on Daniel Andrews to protect this sacred land. Visit dwembassy.com for more information and updates. No trees, no treaty. You're listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR. We're playing audio from Untold Storytime, reading for refugee rights, a rally that took place outside the Mitre Detention Centre on the 10th of August this year. Welcome, everyone. I just uh, brief uh, what happened 10 years ago and what we missed uh, in the initial time. As a Ulam Tamil, I take this opportunity to express my frustration and uh, my anger towards Australian Labour Party and uh, my demand towards the new leadership and the party. Because Australian Labour Party started this mess and uh, they put nearly 50 Ulam Tamils under the category that uh, they might be a future threat to the Australia, a security threat to the Australia. It was uh, insult to my community and it was insult to my, our aspiration to the freedom struggle. And at the time, as a Ulam Tamil community, we didn't act properly and we didn't express properly our anger towards the government because generally our community thought it was individual cases and it was a, just a refugee issue, but we missed that opportunity. And as a, the Elam Tamils, uh, most of our, the majority of our Elam Tamils are unconditionally support the Australian Labour Party and uh, still that unconditional love is continuing. But as a community, we failed that uh, the initial time when the Julia Gillard, Julia Gillard government introduced its specialized program, it's, uh, it's targeted mainly the Sri Lankan Tamil community first. And uh, one, of m one of my friend, uh, Ranjini, was arrested just one month after her marriage. And uh, she was pregnant at the time and she was put in uh, Bilawood Detention Center indefinitely under this ACO rejection category and uh, along with her two children from previous marriage. She was pregnant at the time and she was advised to abort the child in Bilawood Detention Center, but she, uh, she was very brave and um, uh, she gave birth in detention center and those children grow, grow up in detention center. They didn't have any friends to uh, play with and uh, um, they were escorted to the school and come back with uh, tens, nearly 10 guards every day. And uh, those children were bullied in uh, school as well. So this is everything happening under Australian Labour Party's government. That's what I took this opportunity and uh, asked that Australian Labour Party, please fix your mess. You started this mess and 
act properly uh, as a proper opposition party and fix this mess. And you have the responsibility to fix this mess. And just uh, come to the basic core values of the Labour Party and act as a proper Labour Party. Take the example of what uh, Jeremy Corbyn did when he took the leadership in Britain. He apologized on behalf of his party for the Iraq invasion. Take that example and I, as a Sri Lankan Ilam Tamil, I demand that apology from the Labour Party to, towards my community because it was very, uh, this was a insult to my community and it was an insult to our aspiration to the freedom struggle and we should continue to press all political parties and my view is that as opposition party or labor party has the responsibility to fix this mess and i demand uh, australian party not only that uh, fix this and release all of them uh, and also i need a proper apology from the australian labor party Thank you, everyone, and we have to continue this uh, protest uh, until they, they have been released. Thank you. Hi, Hi. we're from Rainbow College, and you're listening to Free CR Community Radio on 8.55 a.m. A great shout out to all you grandmothers who've come out today. Rain, hail or shine, you are here Woo! for the refugees and especially for the children. We don't forget that there are five children inside this place. They're the truth. The lie is that there are no children in detention in Australia. They are here. And we also think about the children who are in community detention. Some of you teachers might actually ch uh, teach some of the children. I know some of them who go to local schools not far from here, and I know that they are far from free. And so I encourage everybody not to forget about the children who are in community detention, as well as those who are in the abomination of locked detention that we are bearing witness to today. The grandmothers who are here today have come with their chairs and their little chairs and their books because it's part of what we do as grandmothers. We read to our grandchildren. We do it for their pleasure and for ours, for the social development that happens when you have a little child sitting on your lap, you have the pictures of the book in front of you, the learning that happens, the sound of the voice, the closeness of the heartbeats as you sit together. But we know that for the children who are in detention and those who've been on Nauru and Christmas Island, where that sort of development and the natural development that is part of a child's life has been denied them, that's something that we grieve for. We grieve as surrogate grandmothers standing in for all of the grandmothers in faraway places who don't have the joy of their children, their grandchildren who are nearby. So today we have a symbolic reading. We've brought the books, we've got the chairs, but the little chairs are empty, we're sad to say, and they will continue to be empty until we all unite together and that we have Australia return to be the civilised nation that we all want it to be and expect it to be because we are better than this, yes? We are better than this. So, grandmothers, uh, take to your reading, this little symbolic reading that we're going to have, and perhaps I'll read a little bit as you read too. And this is from the Quayside Cat. Now, this is a cat that knows what it's like to be at sea. And I reckon that there are a few kids who, um, who know that too. I'm just going to choose um, a, a little bit. 
This is the cat talking. But I want to go aboard and feel the deck move and stand under the sails when they fill with wind. I want to feel the tip and the rock of the ship. You want the safe earth between your paws, replies old Tregan. You want your whiskers in fresh milk every day and a fire to curl up by. Don't go to sea. Go home. No, says Jim. I'm going tonight. Take me aboard. Show me. Old Tregan sees a boat going out to the ship. Come on then, he says. Let's jump aboard. The water lifts the boat, rise and fall. Gentle harbour sway. Jim presses close to old Tregan. Is it always like this? Shh. At sea, the waves are as big as hills, tall as the steeple. That's a true story. Thank you very much. Here we all are in this cold and wintry day. But we're here because, as people have already said, it's impossible to turn away. We cannot allow in this beautiful land such atrocities to occur as are occurring and have for now for some years. Um, I wanted, I, I cannot take credit for the contents of Far Out, Brussels Sprout, or all the books, there are five of them, um, that, that followed, because everything in those books have come directly from Australian children. I am merely the compiler. I am not the creator. But the books have given great pleasure to children because we have given back to them something of their own culture, something of their own verbal traditions, humorous, uh, wicked, subversive, and always fascinating. And I'm very glad to say that I've met someone here today who is going to be going in to meet the children in the next day or two, and they will take in the five books that I have brought so that at least the children will have the pleasure of meeting other children, Australian children, through these books. But I also wanted to point out that I come here as part of another group that some of you will have heard of, Befriend a Child in Detention. Uh, we've been going now since 2013, and we had two goals. One was to attempt to ameliorate the terrible circumstances in which the refugee and asylum children were being held, and the other was to end those terrible circumstances. We've managed to some degree to fulfill our first goal. None of us have yet managed to fulfill the second, but that's why we're here today and why we don't go away. I came across not long ago a statement from a fascinating, I'm just going to put my books down, an American rabbi. He was actually a German, a, a rabbi in Berlin when the Nazis came to power. And he managed to escape just with his life to the United States. And he became a great supporter of Martin Luther King and in fact was the first speaker at that great rally that Martin Luther King spoke at and, and uh, led. And in part of his speech, there were a few lines that I think are relevant for us. This is what he said. 
When I was the rabbi of the Jewish community in Berlin under the Hitler regime, I learned many things. The most important thing that I learned under those tragic circumstances was that bigotry and hatred are not the most urgent problem. The most urgent, the most disgraceful, the most shameful and the most tragic problem is silence. We are not silent. And we will not be silent until every single person who has been unjustly, and I should add cruelly and often viciously, detained. Because there is an element of sadism in this project as well, which is hard not to notice. And I also want to tell you before I finish, because you're all very cold and we shouldn't go on for very long, that just last... um, Sunday night, I wrote a letter to a minister in the Victorian government. His name is Luke Donnellan, and he is a minister, among other things, for the protection of children. And we've only recently discovered, well, I'll read the letter, and you'll see what we discovered. Dear Mr. Donnellan, in February 2017, the Victorian Supreme Court made what your government declared at the time a landmark ruling. The then Victorian Minister for Families and Children noted with considerable satisfaction that the ruling confirmed that the state of Victoria has, and I quote, jurisdiction to intervene when children in immigration detention are in need of protection. I will read that again that the state of Victoria has jurisdiction, that is legal rights, to intervene when children in immigration detention are in need of protection. Yes, 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 protect them. The media, I went on to say, the media has for some time been reporting on the desperately poor and harmful circumstances that are the daily experience of two very young children, and I won't even detail this, but I talk about the two children to whom we have been singing this afternoon. And the fact that the little one had to be taken to a dentist to have all her baby teeth removed because they had rotted in her mouth for lack of absolute shame in this prosperous country where everybody else can go to Medicare or get there, get looked after. So I ended by saying, I am the convener of Befriend a Child in Detention, a community project that began in 2013, is centred in Melbourne and has thousands of supporters in this state and across the country. We cannot understand why the Victorian government has not already removed this small family from the environment that is so seriously damaging their children. The Victorian Commissioner for Children and Young People was reported recently as deeply distressed at the situation of the two children held in Mitre and opposed to the detention of children. We share her distress and her opposition to the detention of children 
but such words need to lead to deeds. Victoria has the legal right and we believe the moral obligation to rescue these children immediately. Could I suggest that you all send the MP Luke Dunellen, send him a letter along the same lines. If the Supreme Court of Victoria has says it's legal for the government to intervene to protect children in detention, then that's what they should be doing. Thank you very much for listening. One more. Far out, Brussels sprout. Kids out, all out. Far out, Brussels sprout. Kids out, all out. You have been listening to Refugee Radio on 3CR. Please visit us for podcasts at 3cr.org.au forward slash refugee radio show. Today's show was live audio from Untold Storytime, reading for refugee rights, an event that took place at the Mitre Detention Centre on 10th of August this year. Thank you to Nalanthi for the recordings. Coming up next is Latin American Update. 3CR broadcasters present over 100 radio programs every week, including a diverse range of community language shows. Come smarter than a 3CR community radio, please subscribe now. Just a moment, 3CR community radio, Araja Al Ishtrakal and Ningal Ungalin Samuhavanoli, 3CR, Kurt Kondir Kondirkal, Hindri Nayingal. Están escuchando Radio Comunitaria 3CR. Suscríbete ahora. Netsuketsek Radio y Gairanin, Horatanguda Melbumi Hai Kaotin, Hima Artsanakrevetsek Ipertrisiari Antam. Support the station that gives your community a voice. Subscribe to 3CR.